there. Welcome to the crew, where each week Essence and I ask the other a burning question, playing to the other person's strengths, and engage in some healthy debate and discussion. So this is going to be a bit different (laughs) than one of our typical episodes. Mostly in this episode, we're just going to be introducing you guys to what we expect a typical episode to look like and to your hosts, me, Maddie. <laughs> and you're supposed to go, and me, Essence. <laughs> I'm looking where you're, you're at because I refreshed oh, just, my browser. I'm just talking. You're just riffing. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Like, I just said our intro and now I'm just podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Essence and I remember my name, so... So, yes, I first want to say kind of who we are as people, as individuals. <laughs> We're 20 women in our 20s. <laughs> and we went to the same college and we're very different <laughs> as you'll see by some future questions that we have but i think the most important thing is kind of to establish the basis for the show and that is explaining what a common room slash croom is so essence do you want to take it yeah. away <laughs> i feel like croom is just kind of it's a room but it's also just an atmosphere and a feeling in some way it's a vibe it's a vibe yeah <laughs> Every dorm has like common rooms, as I imagine most of you have had. And except when you're in the crew, like time just kind of disappears and you're able to have these discussions that you really just can't have anywhere else. And we wanted to kind of recreate that experience and also just like those amazing conversations with you all. To preface, so Essence and I went to the same college and at our school, there's a system that's gone on for a while where... Your sophomore year, you apply to be a junior advisor. And so a bunch of people apply and then you go through a bunch of training and groups of three to four junior advisors, aka JAs, I'll probably call them that because that's what we normally do, live with a group of about 50, 40 to 50 freshmen. So I was one of Essence's JAs. I was the person (laughs) who just like insisted on screen lights for the common room vibes. And that's kind of how Essence and I really became friends. Like, that's where we met and it started with us. I mean, most of the time people are hanging out in the common room. And it's supposed to be a place where you can come and just, if you're homesick or like you just want to hang out with people. Or like me, like my second bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Who lived there. It was a place where you could come, like we would have snacks there and we would talk about our week. But I mean, Essence and I got in like (laughs) many random political discussions or like existentialist conversations. (laughs) And then from there, like it started in the common room, but then it our friendship grew from there to where we were going to the coffee shop on campus or going to the library to study. But it began in the crew. And so it felt important to bring the podcast back to something like that. So what a typical show would look like. This is not a typical show. If you're wondering why two women are talking to each other about this stuff and you're like, why should I care about your opinions? Who are you? This is for that. And so if you're not interested, episode one is also (laughs) up and you can go ahead and skip this. But if you do want to know who we are, stay tuned. So a typical show. So a typical show, we'd normally ask each other questions in our specialties. And as you'll quickly find out, we have very different specialties. So Maddie's questions will be more related to pop culture, art, media, like normal human being things. And um, my questions will be more related to economics, philosophy, history, politics, that type of stuff. And we'll be trading off each week with a question. And each topic will seem unrelated in some way, but we encourage you to look at the titles and try to find a connection. And the titles can totally be as arbitrary as (laughs) they're both acronyms, but also they might have some sort of deeper meaning. So if you think you figured it out, you can always tweet at us and we'll let people know if they got it 
I guess, at the next episode, except for the first eight-ish, because those will be pre-recorded. But a typical episode will kind of start with a little weekly wrap of what's going on in our lives. Maybe just a funny story that happened or something big. And then after that, it'll alternate who asks the first questions. And so for a little bit of background, I was in art history and econ double major. And I really enjoyed like the art market. But outside of that, I read a lot of books like the typical Big Little Lies, Gone Girl type (laughs) of thing. In essence, originally you wanted to be philosophy and political science? Yeah, I was. I mean, that's like the best description of it. Originally. Because she gave in to peer pressure. (laughs) And became an econ major. <laughs> yeah, that is my life. And it, it always created like really interesting conversations for us because maybe I would see something referenced and I would come to her and ask her about it. Or she would be like, what is this? And it was like TikTok. <laughs> and that's kind of why I think even though we're so different, we've always gotten along really well. Like we've learned so much from each other because both of us have different strengths, but are interested in in things more like globally. It's not like we want to stay in this bubble that we have. <laughs> it's just I can binge watch Game of Thrones in a month and Essence can explain sex trafficking to you. <laughs> not that either is better than the other. It's just a statement of truth. <laughs> so one thing we did want to touch on is We totally know that we don't know everything. We've prompted each other with questions earlier in the week so that we have a little bit of time to do some research on others' opinions or get facts. And we'll try to include those if someone wants them for resources. But, you know, in this day and age, there are so many places where you can get information. If you happen to be really interested in a topic that we've done and already know a lot and we misspeak or we got our facts from somewhere that maybe aren't correct for some reason or you have other information, we totally want people to reach out to us and let us know. Or if you just have additional information that you want to add to the conversation, we'll try to do segments in the future where we read listeners' um, corrections and then that way everyone stays up to date. And it's not just us two as hosts who are like, oh, cool, we were wrong. <laughs> and then someone who doesn't know, like is quoting that to someone else as something you heard, we will all know and stay up to date. Also, if there's any topics you're interested in or like us to do an episode on, please let us know. If we have enough questions and comments, we'll even do like a mailbag episode and just send those to our email or you can tag us on social media. We also started a Patreon, which allows you to subscribe monthly and each tier will allow you to get as much content from us as you would like, um, ranging from like mailbags to specific episodes. And for our first episode, we're going to do things a little bit differently and we're going to ask each other questions and hopefully you'll learn a little bit more about your hosts. Okay, so it's going to start with, we have two sections. So I'm going to ask Essence questions first and it'll start with some long ones, not necessarily like long, but just a little bit more information than our rapid fire round that we're going to do afterwards. And some of these I already know the answer to, but I want you all to know the answer to, starting with the first one. So Essence, please tell us about your underground cookie business that you started at 16 years old. First of all, I need to preface this actually. (laughs) Essence told me this randomly. I don't know when, probably what, your freshman year? Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And I let her know that that is her forever fun fact. Like, you know, when you have intros and you're all sitting in a circle, like first day of work. So it's like, tell us a fun fact about yourself. (laughs) This should be Essence's fun fact. Yet she continues to forget about it, (laughs) which (laughs) irritates me. Because she'll text me like, what should I use for my fun fact? And I'll be like, the cookie business. (laughs) Well, now that you've hyped it. Um. So cookie business started as a way to earn money 
and also like just allow me to like be home with my siblings and things. And so I really wanted to go back in my like pre-med days. I wanted to like go to this <laughs> pre-med like summer thing, but it cost a lot of money. And so I basically just started this business and I'd sold cookies for like two for a dollar at my school for the last two years of high school. And I don't know how, but I just kind of just did it with a little hand blender and eventually upgraded the business to be like pies and things like that. And it ended up being super successful. So I was able to this like dumb pre-med camp <laughs> and eventually used it for my first year at college as well. I sadly didn't continue it in college because I felt weird selling to my entry mates, but... <laughs> That's the underground cookie business for you. Well, because it's illegal, technically. Like, you're not allowed to sell things. And I asked her about it, and I was like, how did you get away with that? She's like, I just don't think my teachers... Did did you say (laughs) that they didn't care, or, like, that they liked the cookies, too? Well, they liked the cookies, too, but it was also... I was, like, in public school, and I cared, and, like... (laughs) They weren't going to really say anything, you know? So... Second question. If you weren't basically forced to be an economics major by your friends, what would you have majored in instead? (laughs) Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) So the first two years, I actually like didn't have an idea of what I was going to be majoring in. But if I had to pick out of the ones we had, I'd probably be a philosophy major just because like I could just read the things I like to read anyways. And I don't know, get a good grade for it. (laughs) But now I like study supply and demand graphs. So instead of reading Foucault, which makes me sad, but I also realize it's probably a more useful skill. I mean, I feel like economics works with like everything. So it's always helpful to know, but you can apply philosophy to a lot, especially like in my TV shows, which reference it all the time. And I'm like, (laughs) wish I knew. Okay. Question three, what are your three favorite books? And each has to be a different genre and topic, meaning mm, you can't just be all philosophy. <laughs> uh, or unless the philosophy focuses on like different, very different things. Okay, I actually think I can never answer to this. That's quick then. So favorite like kind of normal people book is Frankenstein. Like that's my favorite book. I also just like have this weird obsession with Mary Wollstonecraft and her daughter, Mary Shelley. I just like can't imagine being 18 and also being like some author that's amazing. So yeah. Frankenstein. And then kind of a cop out, but two very different topics. I feel like the Communist Manifesto has to go on there. (laughs) It would be. Write like a 50 page document. Not even. It's like 30 pages and like change the world with it. So I feel Mm. like it has to be on there. And then I have to put one of Foucault's on there, obviously, which is totally different. And so I probably put Discipline and Punishment, which is about like the prison system. But he like kind of predicted a lot of things before it actually happened and I always appreciate that and I kind of use it for every single paper that I can so (laughs) I'll actually I'll have to add that to my question because I did want to talk about the prison system at some point because I know I have some questions about that and and I'll let you bring it up okay so if you could redo your freshman schedule slash year over again what would you have done differently and I asked this question because I know some of the classes you took and where you are now (laughs) Um, so I probably would not have taken bio, but I did meet some good people who are also crying and in pain that I still talk to now. So I don't know if I would redo it, but probably have tried to meet more people that were in my grade. (laughs) So I had more friends now (laughs) that aren't going to graduate on me. (laughs) But other than that, freshman year was actually pretty great. And I, I love where I'm going to school now and if you could have the experience necessary to excel at any job you wanted right now, all the like requirements would be implanted in your head, not just the info, but the experience. What would you do? 
Yeah, so I feel like it's the classic answer, but I feel like I would be president because right current me right now could never run for public office. I know that I would be like one political gaffe and I would be over. <laughs> but if I had those social skills, I would definitely run for president because then like you could run on some platform that like doesn't matter or it's like a centrist position and then just like um, become like this amazing progressive radical person that just like shifts public discourse and that would be my dream do you want a second term i mean yeah because your first term is like only four years and you spend the first two like but like if you did become (laughs) you ran as a centrist and then became political do you think you would get a second term (laughs) oh yeah because people would realize these changes actually work so I see this. I'm making a surprise face. We'll debate in the future. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the case. Well, um, I'm not sure. Not not that they wouldn't be good. That like people would be like. Well, I would be starting with UBI, and people love free money, so I think it would work. I actually doubt that. Have you seen what's been happening with the stimulus checks? People are upset about the government giving stimulus. They're polling well. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, but to be honest, I wouldn't even run in a centrist position. That was like <laughs> I would that was that was me being yeah. generous. <laughs> okay. What's a special skill slash talent that you have? I know what your my answer for you is. I actually don't know. <laughs> oh, I would totally say it's your ability to have like little to no sleep and still function <laughs> like at a high. I don't I say that pe- I feel like people say that, but essence will like get two to three hours normally. <laughs> That's what bugs me. Essence will literally do the best work of her life. So that's what I would say your talent is. That's a good talent. Uh, yeah, I was. I didn't even think of that. I was going to say like being able to understand political philosophy is kind of a skill. Yeah, I would agree with but that. But I like the sleep one because I didn't even know that was a skill. I just feel like if you push yourself, you could do it. No, I genuinely can't. Okay, if you could live in a country besides the United States, where would you choose to live? Honestly, I'm feeling New Zealand lately. <gasps> That's such a good answer. When the pandemic first started, I started looking into becoming an expatriate and <laughs> going to New Zealand. I'm not joking. It's $100,000 to buy citizenship there. Wow. Is it 100000 Yeah, it is. Because I was realizing for my family, it would be like half a million. Jeez. Wow. Or maybe it's a million. I don't remember. It's a large sum of money. <laughs> but you can buy citizenship. Also to a lot of other random countries, uh, St. Lucia. My next question. Minimum and maximum hours of sleep required for you to get through the day with ease. And when I say through the day, I mean not just that day, but the consecutive day. Because to me, it's always the next day that hurts. Okay, this one's a weird one because it depends on my semester schedule. So sometimes I purposely don't do a class one day and do my all-nighter that day and just get a bunch of work done. Plans, all-nighter, <laughs> schedules it in. And then like you crash the next day at like 3 um but if we're being a normal people schedule i would say min hours would be like probably like no less than three that seems like that's a good min pandemic trend what did you get into i've been i always was doing like baking type stuff but i've been trying to teach my siblings how to bake and cook which has been interesting for sure (laughs) they're just like we're all very different people, so trying to get them to move outside of their comfort zone has been interesting. So that's that's one of the trends. I also feel like I've been trying to take more time to just like not do work and just be a normal person relaxing. So I've been trying that a bit. Let's see. Oh, here's my question that I'm pretty proud of. If you could spend the day with anyone, dead or alive, 
Who would you choose? But more importantly, what would you do together? <laughs> okay. Well, this is so hard because there's so many people. I feel like I like dead people better than... Oh my god, that sounds weird. I feel like I have an intense life for many historical figures that are dead. Not that I like dead people. Never mind. This is just getting worse. <laughs> but I would probably have to pick Foucault. And the activity that I would do with him would be like... It can be multiple things. If you like, you're planning oh, a day. Oh, trust me. This is a whole day. So... <laughs> So I would trip a lot of acid and go into, like, the desert or something. <laughs> that is no way. I thought you were going to walk on the beach. No, that's too much. Trip some acid. Walking on the beach is too much. No, but, like, you really <laughs> just go, I'm going to trip a bunch of acid. And I was like, I thought you were going to walk on the beach. And your response was, that's too much. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, too Like, you can't have a good conversation while walking on the beach, I feel like. Anyway, so trip acid. I, I can't figure out the location. But he had this, like, experience in the desert before. So I feel like I want to try something more neutral where you wouldn't be hot. And just, like, do acid and do philosophy. And that sounds fun. Yeah. Whatever you say. <laughs> Okay, so ready? This is going to be our speed round. So no explanation, unless I ask a question because I'm confused. But morning or night? Night. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. Mountains or beach? Mm, mountains. Library or coffee shop? Oh my gosh. Can Why can we have coffee shops with libraries? <laughs> Library. <laughs> okay. Cooking or baking? Mm, cooking. Philosophy or political theory? Which I know there's some overlap, but like... Political theory. Odd numbers or even numbers? Um, even numbers. <laughs> Favorite font? Oh my gosh, there's so many good ones. This is a rapid I round, know, I'm dude. so sorry. <laughs> the pressure I'm cracking. Um, <laughs> Garamond. Oh, that's such a good one. Oh, that's my second favorite. Sweet or savory? <laughs> uh, savory. Mm. News, reality TV, or fictional shows? Well, I really hate the news, to be honest. I hate reality TV. So, so, so I'm gonna have to go with okay thank you that was get to know essence a segment that we will never do again okay so now we're gonna transition to maddie and we're gonna start with the longer more in-depth questions okay first one tell us a little bit about moving around so much as a kid and where do you think you might want to finally end up so i moved around a lot i've lived in five states and I think I've lived in like 13 houses. I've lived in actually a different, like I've slept in a different bed because of college. Like, you know, you're in a different dorm every year since my freshman year of high school. I've always lived in like kind of the suburbs of relatively large cities. Like I was in the Raleigh area. Then I was in Pittsburgh. Then I was in St. Louis and then Jacksonville. But I've never really lived in the city. And I think that's, I'm not really sure if I want it to be like in Atlanta. I mean, New York City is like near and dear to my heart especially like loving art but since it is so expensive i but i think like chicago or some kind of big city would definitely be where i want to end up okay that's a good segue to the next one so why art and why is it so important and special to you and why do you think it's beneficial to others so i actually found art by accident it was a mistake when i transferred to my high school in jacksonville and i hated art doing art like actual like art class and then by the time I got to my senior year, I was supposed to have two free periods. And they're like, actually, your art credits didn't transfer. You have to take an art class. And I was like, in my school, actually graded your art. Like, if you did not have good art, you got a bad grade. 
I was taking all AP classes. Like I was trying to get my GPA as high as it could. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> if I take an art class, it's going to wreck everything that I've just done like three years of work for. So I just figured I'd take art history. And at least that was, I wasn't gonna have to do anything. And I just loved it. And it kind of started out, it's really linked to history in the way that most civilizations end up making art. Like it ends up kind of relating to politically whatever's going on. But I really started to like it because... It kind of told stories in secretive ways. So I'm trying to think of a good, I think it's called like the Arnolfini portrait or something, which is like a Dutch work of art. But it's like, oh, well, there's a a dog in it. And like dogs symbolize fidelity in art. And if you look over here, there are oranges on these trees and oranges symbolize this. And so just like looking at the painting, you would never know. But the more you learned, the more you realized there were these clues and it was like putting together a puzzle. Which I just always found really interesting how you could be looking at a painting and just see a river and a train, but there's actually like underlying messages. And I think no matter what you're interested in, art is so expressive and individualistic that you can find something that you end up relating to. It's kind of just a matter of, you know, finding what you like. Like I really didn't think I liked modern art until until I started like studying modern art. Everyone should get get involved. (laughs) Also another art question, but what was your thesis about and why is it important to the changing world of art? So my thesis was about a Swedish artist, Hilma of Klint, who kind of upended art history in the end of 2018, early 2019. So this is hard to summarize in like a quick, quick thing. She kind of went on these like spiritual journeys. She was doing these seances and these um, spiritual other world beings came to her and asked her to commission 193, I think it is, I haven't looked at it in a while, works of art for a temple. She actually, after she finished them, said like, no one can see these until 20 years after I die. They weren't seen until almost 50 years after she died. And even then, people still weren't ready. But in 2018, she had a show and people exploded. Like, they loved her art. And it has a lot of different connections. And so my thesis was mostly about why was 2018 and 2019 her year? Like, why was that different from 1983 when she was first shown in LA? And people were like, what are these color-coded graphs? It's kind of important because... One, she was a woman, and most women weren't doing much at that time, uh, especially not anything that was necessarily like revolutionary. It was mostly like they can do portraits or they can do landscapes, like they can copy what's there. They can't invent anything. So it was really just looking at what's changing today in society. Like Lizzo was blowing up a lot of different women artists, a lot of movies featuring like POC or women were the highest grossing films of the year. And so it was kind of like an all around look at what's going on. That was a really long answer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no worries okay shifting if there is one thing you could change today about the world what would it be and why quick answer i would fix the climate (laughs) i would just change that today (laughs) ground zero we're totally good speaking of pandemic (laughs) how have you been handling it and how have you kept sane i'm really i love tv (laughs) so i binge watched a lot of tv shows um Kind of shifting back to art again. (laughs) Um, Who is your favorite artist and why? Okay, so I have... Oh, wait. Okay, can I have three? Yeah, sure. They're all very different. So first is Artemisia Genileski. She is just so cool. I want to say she's a badass. I'm not sure if we're going to include that. (laughs) But basically, she was one of those just past the Renaissance. She was actually raped by her art teacher but at the time like they didn't believe women 
But so basically what happened at the time is if you said that someone raped you, they would put your thumb in this contraption where they would ask you. And if you said like, yes, there was a nail or like something sharp and they would dig it in further and they would ask you again and they keep doing it until like if the pain got too great and you just said no, like he didn't, they would stop. She sat through the whole thing and then she went and painted this version of Judith beheading Holofernes. Everyone else like Michelangelo and Donatello like had this like dainty woman with a sword cutting off his head and while she was painting it, her thumbs from that started bleeding and she was just like dope and painted in her own blood. (laughs) So gotta love her. Hilma off Clint because obviously I did my thesis on her. And then Vincent Van Gogh just because he does have just such beautiful work. But there is a lot about his story that I and like mental health that I find really interesting. What is your favorite thing you've accomplished in college? Oh my God, I don't actually have anything. <laughs> actually, that's not true. I think I made really great friends. And I know that's like a weird thing to say you accomplished. But I think... Um, There are so many people from like jobs I worked in college and being a JA, like things I had to do to make those friends, if that makes sense. Like if I just kind of coasted through college and just gone to class and do nothing else, I wouldn't have made those friends. And they're just all such amazing people. And I think my thesis, if we're just going to say something that I actually like worked on and have like a tangible result. I love that answer. Thanks. This one I'm very excited for. (laughs) Okay. List the order of the planet. To be fair, I looked this up months ago. But I don't remember my answer. Okay, there's the sun, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter. Is it? Oh my god, it's the last three that always mess me up. Are you looking at an answer right now to see if I'm correct? I just want to see how badly you mess it up. Um, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus, Uranus, Neptune. I swear I have a placemat somewhere. (laughs) I swear I have a placemat. (laughs) Those three are just, like, not important (laughs) in the grand scheme of, like, the rest of the world. Whoever talks about the order of those. Okay, friend. Was I correct? (laughs) What's the the correct answer? Uh, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. (laughs) For context. No! (laughs) Maddie confidently, one day in the common room, told us, telling us all about the galaxies. And the uh, didn't in the Astro Belt and confused our great galaxy for the asteroid belt. Okay, okay. For reference, when I was little, I had a placemat, <laughs> <laughs> and between Mars and Jupiter were all these like. Now I know that they are like rocks and like, <laughs> asteroids. <laughs> but I thought because people would post pictures of like, look at the Milky Way, and there was always like a strip in the middle that was really white. So I always thought that that strip was the Milky Way. So I didn't realize it doesn't matter. I don't I don't like space. It confuses me and gives me anxiety. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> no more shaming me. <laughs> what is one conspiracy theory that you actually believe? Okay. This is hard because I don't really believe in a lot of conspiracy theories. But the other day, um, I was talking to my brother who like loves conspiracy theories. and But he's very sarcastic, so I never know when he's telling the truth or not sometimes. So I asked him, because someone referenced the moon landing. I was like, the moon landing? You're like You believe that, right? And he was like, I don't believe in the moon. And I was like, <laughs> he told me whenever someone tells him conspiracy theory, he likes to make up one that's like one level more ridiculous. <laughs> so now my new favorite conspiracy theory is that um, I don't believe the moon. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, I really love that response. <laughs> okay. 
We, we're getting ready for the rapid round here. Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Ideal morning drink. Ice vanilla latte. Hands down. <laughs> Dogs or cats? Dogs. Best city in the world? Um, either New York or Paris. I think it depends. Favorite book? Okay. Well, like because it has sentimental value, it's The Glass Castle because I wrote my college essay on that. But just my favorite book because I love like plot twists. Um, The Wife Between Us. 10 out of 10. Recommend to anybody. Favorite music? Taylor Swift. Or <laughs> I'm a huge Taylor Swift stan. <laughs> <laughs> what's one quirk you have oh wait shoot no it's definitely Taylor Swift Ed Sheeran is a close second though sorry <laughs> I had to think about it for a second because I I really got caught up one quirk yeah um I have many quirks I'm a quirky gal I love odd numbers I like live my life by odd numbers <laughs> so I don't yeah, even like, know what that means like but in, I'm scared in the car like the volume has to be at an odd number the like temperature has to be at an odd number <laughs> if there's a number that I can see it should be odd <laughs> favorite color mm, like a powder like sky blue favorite meal chocolate chip pancakes nope blueberry <laughs> change my answer <laughs> okay last one favorite season it's so hard i actually don't know if i have a favorite i love being cozy like warm so like part of me wants to say fall like slash winter because i love sweaters but i also love like being able to go outside <laughs> so like kind of spring I'll say all of them because I don't want to hurt one of them's feelings. Wow. How considerate. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's all for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed getting to know your hosts a little bit before we get into more content-focused episodes. So please follow us on our socials, rate, and share our podcast, which would be super helpful. And tune in for our next episode, which will be Euphoria in Public Schools. But until we convene in the crew again.